Good morning, my beautiful viewers. The time is now 3 a.m. and we are here at the Oddcast with a special guest today. Everyone, please welcome famous TV show creator Myrtle Stone. Yes, yes, hello. I am amazing, I know. So, Myrtle, I heard you're working on an upcoming TV show for kids. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm here. Okay, now something a lot of our viewers wanted to know is, what is the key to creating the perfect children's TV program? You've worked on so many famous shows from Sesame Street to Blue's Clues. What would you say are the two main things you transfer from those shows to this one? Hmm, that's quite a question there. I would probably say the first thing would be a bit of a cognitive perspective when it comes to teaching kids. We help kids 2 to 7 develop things like memory, perception, thinking, and problem solving, and also incorporate that into how they might behave. Wow, that sounds fabulous. And the second thing? Kids, unfortunately, have emotions, so we need to focus on a humanistic perspective as well. Neato completo. And how do you plan on doing that? We will uplift the children watching by using phrases such as, You're so smart, and wow, good job. We really plan on increasing confidence. Our main focuses on the show are cognitive education, physical education, and teaching social values, just like the majority of educational programming. Splendid. Now, personally, I've always wondered how classical conditioning plays into all of this. Uh, yes. Our show will have plenty of bright colors and goofy sound effects whenever we teach the viewer a new concept. Kids are attracted to these things. Therefore, the children will associate learning with these, and then be attracted to learning. Groovy. My favorite part of this new show is that there will be positive messages to uplift the kids watching. Yep, but we also teach common sense to the youngsters. There's no use in being confident if you're stupid. Oh. During the mentally educational segments, characters in the show will persuade the viewer to pick the wrong answer at first, then the viewer will be shown a frowning face and will be told to try again. When a character persuades the viewer to pick the right answer, the viewer will be congratulated and shown a happy face. This will help the viewers distinguish between right and wrong. Inspiring. Another thing I think is interesting is that we have the most experience in the cognitive education segments. I'm guessing the viewer will learn to solve math problems by watching the characters solve them? Yep, observational learning. I love that! And then the viewers can learn to pronounce new words by observing the characters and sounding them out. Hmm, yes. So how did you convince the producers to pay for everything on the show? First, I asked for a small sum of money to buy props for the skits, and then later asked for big amounts of cash to aid in hiring scriptwriters and directors. The producers said yes to both requests. Oh, so foot in the door phenomena? Don't interrupt me. Anyway, yeah. And then we asked for fireworks and big budget pyrotechnics that will blow up in the intro. Of course they said no. 
and asked if we were crazy. Shortly after, the crew and I requested a smaller amount of money for a, a few puppets. The producer said yes. That's door-in-the-face phenomena. Well, isn't that something? We haven't discussed the physical education aspect of your show that much. Yeah, that's because it's the hardest part. Kids these days are pretty fat, so it's tough to keep them in shape via TV screen. But we encourage healthy workouts to, by hiring a bunch of child actors to dance along to the fitness routine that the characters are doing. The child sees his or her peers doing this and will feel the need to dance as well. How do the kids know who to listen to? The leader will be wearing a crown to differentiate himself from the followers. The child actors who follow the leader's orders, such as dance like a monkey and do jumping jacks, will be rewarded with high fives. This shows the child that if they are obedient, they have the potential to be rewarded. Isn't that kind of contributing to the narrative that society is pushing that tells young people that individuality is to be frowned upon? Uh, what's the next question? You know something, Chels? What is it, Myrtle? My coworkers and I were arguing over whether kids learn more efficiently because of nature or nurture. My colleagues chose nurture because the way a child is raised determines how open-minded a child is towards learning new concepts. Me, on the other hand, picked nature. Nature determines how much information the child is able to naturally take in and process at a time. Some kids are just born smarter than others. Actually, I'm pretty sure that nature and nurture work alongside each other to determine the potential a child has to learn things, even though genes are shown to make a person more likely to respond to the environment in certain ways. Both a genetic predisposition and appropriate environmental triggers are required for a mental disorder to develop. Um, I'm the expert on kids here, not you. <laughs> of course, I didn't mean to intrude. Uh-huh. Though most kids are likely to side with the morally sound characters, there are a few that might have trouble picking which character to idolize. They're all so likable. The screenwriters give the good character more screen time than the villains, so the kid will like the heroes more. Say, that sounds like mere exposure effect. Watch it. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Um, another thing I was wondering, if you don't mind, is if role-playing is an important aspect of kids' TV shows. Um... Not like that. I mean psychologically. The characters will pretend the child is one of the heroes on the show. The child will then subconsciously take on the role of a hero and increase self-confidence. It's that simple. Besides people in the filming industry, who else has a say in what is beneficial towards adolescent learning? Well, some common people we have on set are educational psychologists. One thing we learn from them is that watching television with your children and commenting on the content of their programs is a golden rule for screen time. That way, children get more out of good programming. The harmful effects of bad programming are reduced. Children are taught critical thinking, and best of all, you get to spend some great time with your family. That's very important because when TV characters demonstrate social-emotional skills,
skills, children can learn from them. Television shows that depict sharing, getting along with others, or rejecting stereotypes can improve those skills in children. Children may also benefit from TV shows that encourage emotional regulation, befriending diverse children, and solving problems responsibly, although the research is less conclusive. Yes, but music and art therapists are also important people to consult when making a show aimed at young children. Is that because music therapy is an established form of creative art therapy? I heard that by using music as a specific medium of communication and expression and adapting it to the individual resources and abilities of the patient, music therapy can be beneficial in activating and supporting mental and psychophysical recovery. That's right, Chels. So to find out how to make a good TV show, you must have to know what children these days are into, right? How did you find out what they would be interested in? Well, we found out through a survey researcher that was hired by the producers to ask local children about what they'd be interested in. Turns out, besides bright colors and loud noises, children these days understand that learning is a privilege and actually want to be educated. They just need a good show that won't bore them to death. You know what? I completely agree with you, Myrtle. The brain is comprised of two halves, you know? The right and left cerebral hemispheres. The two cerebral hemispheres develop at different rates, while the left hemisphere developing more fully in early childhood, and the right developing more 7 to 11-ish, you know, preteen. So it's very important to make sure kids are being nurtured at a young age. And it seems to me that that's exactly what children's TV programming is here for. You know, when parents are too busy to help their kids out and everything. This has been the Oddcast. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Chelsea Paranosi with Myrtle Stone on the subject of her new TV show and children's TV show of psychology. Thanks for listening, Oddballs. See you later.